You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. This is episode 55, Having More Money, Group Biofield Tuning Session. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I am the business and life coach for biofield tuning practitioners who want to turn their practice into an aligned career that points toward freedom, fulfillment, and flexibility. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Hi, Tuner. I hope this finds you well on a Saturday, if you're listening to this on a Saturday. If you're listening to it on any other day of the week, then I hope you're having a great day, whatever day it is. You might notice that I sound a little bit congested or a lot of bit congested, and that is the case. I came down with the bug uh, this week, and it has been just a terrible time, but um, today finally feeling a little bit better. I will continue to rest, though. I'm going to try to get outside and walk around a little bit with the dogs. They are definitely needing it. Ah. Last Saturday, I think here's why I'm sick, is because last Saturday, I competed in my first powerlifting meet. I've been talking about this for months now. It was a goal that I set in January, and it went really, really, really well. (laughs) I got first place in my weight class. (laughs) Now, I was the only one in my weight class, so I was competing against myself, and I beat myself about six times. So I I did three lifts, and in those three lifts, I beat my own record twice. So that was really exciting. I'm really grateful for my coach who set me up for success for that meet so I could just really enjoy it and have a great time and feel that accomplishment. Um, my team was really awesome. We had about 22 lifters on the team, which is why I decided to go ahead and do it because there were so many people from our gym um, who are competing, and many of them for the first time. And um, it was just so much fun. But apparently, uh, there was a little something going around at the gym and um, at the meet. And quite a few of us got uh, knocked out with it this week. So here's to a full recovery. (laughs) Today, I'm bringing to you a pre-recorded group biofield tuning session on having more money. And I think that this topic is just so timely. Um, This was pre-recorded in February of this year, of 2022. And and now we're coming on the other side of, you know, taxes being due and that type of thing. And naturally, I think what tends to happen when, you know, people get a big tax bill is that that scarcity mindset comes in and it comes on full swing. So hopefully if you're experiencing that, hopefully this gets you into more of an abundant mindset and um, helps you recuperate from that. Each month in the Grow a Thriving Practice coaching program, we take a topic like money or relationships or confidence, time management, um, making your ideas a reality, topics like that. Actually, this month, uh, well, in May, we're going to be... failing our way to success and kind of redefining the term failure and embracing that as as something we want to lean into instead of move away from. 
So uh, when you join the Grow a Thriving Practice Coaching Program, you automatically get enrolled in all of those group biofield tuning sessions and get access to all those uh, recordings, you know, from any anytime. So you get them all from last year, all from this year and um, and ongoing. So I hope you enjoy this session and you have a lovely day. This group session is about an hour. And if you are doing something that requires your full attention, please pause this and come back when you can have your full attention. All right. Talk to you soon. Enjoy the session. Bye. Hello. Welcome to today's group session. Nice to see you here. Actually, I can't see you um, and I can't hear you. Hopefully you can see and hear me though. Um, if you want to just use the Q&A to let me know that you can see and hear me, that would be awesome. Today's group session is on having more money. And actually, I'm going to ask you to use the Q&A to um, type, in the, type in that box. You'll see it at the bottom of your screen. If you had more money, what would you do with it? And let's just put a number on it. Let's just say if you had a uh, million dollars, what would you do with that money? Put that in the Q&A while I um, check on our attendee box. Can you hear me and see me? Make sure you type in so I know. Okay, yes. Okay, thank you, Thelma. All right, and while you're thinking of that, maybe I'll just talk a little bit about today's intention. So today's intention is to increase our capacity to have more money. And I see this being something really important. Can you, okay, you can hear me, sorry. I <laughs> keep asking you that, but I'm just gonna use these, that way I drop it. because I think you'll be able to hear me better. Okay. I wonder if that sounds a little bit better. Okay, <laughs> just start over. So we wanna increase our capacity to have more money. And I think that this is really important in this type of industry, you know, the healing industry, the helping industry, um, because it's kind of been, you know, money has been, um, you know, a source of uh, emotion, uh, maybe suffering. Um, money has been associated with lack. Um, a common belief is if I have more money, then other people have less of it. Or if I want more money, then um, that makes me greedy. Or I don't want more money because it's going to associate me with the the evil people in the world that are doing bad things with money. And I just kind of want to totally rewrite that story for us because the more money that we have as healers and practitioners and facilitators of transformation, the more we're going to be able to help the world. All right. So I see Becky says, uh, I would first make sure my needs are met, then help my family, then set up foundations to help others. Awesome. Thelma says, travel with my family, live in abroad for a couple of months, help others, 
contribute to nonprofits and build a retreat center. Great. Julene said, if I had $1 million, I'd buy another condo or two, create rental income, and I'd also have peace of mind. I love that. Just keep getting that return on investment. And yeah, and get peace of mind. All right, this is so good because one of the things that I want to address is that when, when a lot of people tend to get money, like they receive the money, it ends up going quick. Like we have that tendency to want to spend it and get rid of it. And so this intention for this session is like when we receive that money, like because we have an increased capacity to have that money, we're going to nurture it. We're going to start to develop a relationship with it. And instead of, you know, getting rid of it really fast, spending it impulsively, we're going to make really intentional and conscious decisions with and maybe that's to um, to help our family, to set up our own foundation, to um, help others, to contribute to nonprofits, build a retreat center, and then turn that money around and like buying another condo or two and having that income, right? And giving other more people um, a place to go and experience life. That's great. Okay. So without further ado, we will get started with this session. I'm going to go off video. So go ahead and get comfortable. And change my sound to on, original sound on. Ah, and start by taking some nice deep breaths in through your nose out through your mouth. <sighs> Taking this moment to get in touch with you, with who and how you are here in this moment. We're going to begin in your Earth Star Energy Center, plugging you into ground. And with each activation, allowing your body to settle in more and more. So I'm noticing some activity in my solar plexus and my core. Noticing some constriction. I'm going to take a deep breath into that space. Whoa. Before I even did that, my whole belly just started to expand. Now I'm noticing interesting sensations in my throat. <sighs> For those who are just joining, welcome. I see you there. 
Hi, Rivka. Hi, Lori. We're just working in the Earth Star and settling into the now. If at any point you um, notice something during the session that you want to share, you can type it in the Q&A. I'll be glancing over from time to time. still feeling those sensations in my solar plexus and throat and actually it's it's more like in between my solar plexus and sacral like right at the navel so if you notice any sensations or anything comes up while we're adjusting the earth star just stay curious Okay, we've got the Earth Star right where it wants to be. And now we're going to stabilize here. It's a little bit rocky, like, like feels like unstable, earthquakey, rumbly. So I think anytime we rewrite a story, like um, for those of you that missed it, I was talking about before, um, this is important work for us as healers and facilitators of transformation to be doing. Um, because the more money we have and the more consciously we utilize it as a tool, the more we can serve others, the more we can help with more and more transformation. Um, I think culturally, in this industry, it's been sort of like, you know, we don't talk about money, money's bad. Um, so we're rewriting a story, right? We're gonna make this, especially within this group, very acceptable that, um, that we have money because of our missions, what we wanna do with that money. We wanna use it for good. But I can just feel like the, the ancestors and the, the, the cellular memory around money. It's like, whoa, like, no, let's not go there. <laughs> right? So there's some instability and maybe anxiety and fear in there. And that's okay. I'm just going to allow it to be there and work with it. Good, that's feeling more stable.
So check in with your body and your breath. What are you noticing? Where do you feel it? What does it feel like? That's getting clearer and clearer. Okay, we're gonna start to activate the central channel. It took quite a bit to stabilize the Earth star and that's okay. Now we're gonna activate that column that runs from the base of your spine all the way up through the crown of your head. And sensing into that flow of energy that rises from the earth and goes up toward the crown. Noticing a little bit of a stop at the heart. Oh, feel free to make some sound if that feels right for you. Kind of opening up that heart space. It's possible for me to love money. Or you might just go right to, I love money. I love having money. I love receiving money. I love using money intentionally. I should say, uh, Thelma gave me a good word the other day, investing. I love investing money intentionally. Okay, so that made it up past the heart. Now we're at the throat. Ha. Money may be able to help me express myself. What is my money saying? How can I listen deeper? There we go. Let's move in. Ooh, third eye. Okay. Can I visualize myself having more money? It's possible for me to visualize myself having more money. My head is clearer when I have more money. Hmm. What's coming up now is just some coaching. I got my inner coach going. So it's um, a lot of times we think we're going to feel better 
when we have more money or we're less weight or we have the perfect relationship. But the feeling better needs to come first in order to manifest that reality. So yes, there are ways in which money can buy freedom. Um, money can buy time, but money can't buy happiness. Happiness comes from within. And yes, we can be doing the things that we want to be doing maybe more easily when we have more money. Um, but if that happiness doesn't come first, the more money might only be temporary, right? We want our inner world to create the outer world that we live in, our inner experience to create our outer experience. Ooh, okay, so now I'm noticing a little stop at the crown. So what is the what is the relationship between money and the divine and source and God, however you like to refer to it? Are they connected? What if they are? Hey, oh, there we go. Like that question. <laughs> that really opened things up. Nice work. Okay. Central channel activated. Now we're going to plug into the ground. Anchor ourselves into the earth. Anything that's not beneficial or doesn't want to integrate can come down through this channel and ground. It is safe for me to experience having more money. So a little bit of resistance there. So if that feels maybe not quite believable yet, we can create a ladder thought, which might be, I'm open to seeing the ways in which it's safe for me to experience having more money, or I'm looking for the ways, or I'm learning how it's safe for me to have more money.
I feel energy grounding, but there's still some, uh, I don't know how to expa explain it, it mm, backflow, like, like, there, like there's a uh, drain that's just a little clogged still. So I'm going to use a different input here. There's still some emotional, um, like non-beneficial emotional attachments with many. And that's okay. But let's imagine the money that we could have being happy. You know, like that book, Happy Money. Like the money is smiling. There's levity, it's light. that's working keep feeling that levity that lightness even though we're grounding we can experience levity at the same time Okay, I'm gonna place um, Apache Gold right where we're plugging in, see if that helps to conduct the energy. So I wonder what you're noticing, check in. Are you feeling grounded? Are you feeling any resistance come up, any discomfort? Just acknowledging it, there's nothing wrong with it. Just acknowledging, allowing it giving it a voice. What's the fear? Oh, there we go. That's better. Yo! Nice work. Good. Okay. I'm going to go up to the sun star.
So far, I'm hearing like the mental rhetoric that comes from wanting more money, but it's like wanting more money from a place of lack, from a place of I don't have enough. And so the the phrases that I'm hearing are, uh, you know, I have to do this or I have to do that or I have to, I have to get more clients. I have to figure something out. I have to keep track. I have to set a budget, all those things. And that rhetoric is actually... <laughs> even though it's, it sounds like, yeah, that, yeah, that would be good. It's um, creating some noise and static in the signal. We want to want more money from a place of already being abundant. And so one of the things that I love to do for myself is to list all the things that I want that I already have my car, the studio, my computer, our home, right? And just maybe list like 25 things. And that gets you into that place of abundance. And when we're in abundance already and we want more money, it doesn't feel so pressured. All the things we have to do and be and count Right, of course, um, financial responsibility is important. We want to be intentional, but we're not gonna be intentional from a place of lack. We're gonna be intentional from a place of already feeling that abundance. Nice. Okay, that just shifted. Okay, we've got the sun star where it wants to be. I'm going to stabilize it. Nice. Really beautiful. Now we're going to sense into that central channel flow. That's the descending current. So that current of energy that's running from the sun star all the way down to the earth star. Nice. Okay, now I'm noticing some some plugged upness <laughs> around the root chakra. So again, that's safety, security. Ah. It is safe to have that flow. Identity is coming up here too. If I have more money, I'm gonna, you know, my fear is that I'm gonna be a different person. I'm going to change. Um, I'm going to uh, lose relationships. And hey, there's some truth to that, right? You might change. 
probably the process of getting more money that's going to be, you'll, you'll be changing along the way, right? And relationships, they fall away <laughs> regardless. Um, but oftentimes when we do change, even if it's for the best, even if it's like, you know, for our highest benefit, and people like us right where we're at. And we, when we start to grow and expand, um, it, it causes some discomfort. And friendships and relationships begin to fall away. So let's just acknowledge that, that that is, you know, it's a possibility. Are we going to let that prevent us from evolving and expanding? If they only knew, if they stayed friends with us, we would probably help them out. <laughs> hey, a little fuzzy here, so I'm going to keep working with it. There, that's clear. Okay, like I feel the connection between the sun star and earth star, but that flow of energy, I'm just noticing it. Maybe it's more stuck in the thighs here. So if it feels right to you, maybe give your thighs a little wiggle jiggle. There we go. That's better. Ooh, feet. <sighs> feet. There. New foundations. Solid foundation. Ooh, what would that be like? Solid foundation. <sighs> Beautiful. Okay. We'll use the pendulum. So far, I'm getting left knee. left sacral huh. getting a stop at the heart getting a line on the left side of the heart And I'm getting a line on the right side of the third eye. Well, that's interesting. So we'll be working on the left side of the heart, but it's interesting that the left side, the left knee and the right side of the um, third eye came up because that has to do with, you know, maybe the past, like letting go of the past or reflecting on the past, 
maybe repeating patterns of the past. Um, we also got the left side of the sacral chakra, so frustration, disappointment. Um, and yeah, interesting, I probably wouldn't have chosen the left side of the heart to work uh, with having more money, but um, we'll just see what comes up. These are always so interesting. I'm going to start at the edge of the field. So the first thing I notice is the quality is hard. Hmm. Like maybe when we think of our relationship with money, like we, we've hardened our hearts or maybe not we have as in you, you in this life, but perhaps ancestrally um, hearts be, have become hardened to money. Maybe um, situations having to do with money in family created that hardness, like shutting it out. <sighs> Betrayal with money. So we're just listening, acknowledging. I'm going to use the unweighted 144. See if we can open up some space there. So just noticing the quality of your own heart towards money. There's no wrong answers. There's just noticing. If it feels a little uncomfortable, it's probably, you know, related to some sort of ancestral pattern. 
which is what we're working on now. So paying attention and just noticing if and when there's a shift. Oh my gosh, so many stories. It's very interesting. Um, Yeah, just can I can hear the suffering and the struggle around money. It's the there's jealousy, there's uh, there's anger. There we go. It's feeling different. Yeah, that's feeling more spacious now. Awesome. Now we're at birth. So uh, acknowledging the financial situation maybe surrounding your birth. Inception. There we go. That's moving. Ooh. Toddler years. Here we go. So what was the story in your toddler years? This kind of feels a little like gut wrenching, like or punch in the gut. You know what we don't hear a lot in our society is someone saying, I love money. Like usually when we hear that, um, we associate that person as maybe being greedy or bad. But why not? Like why? Why not? I mean, I think, I think, <laughs> I think mostly the people we hear that from aren't doing, in our opinion, um, aren't doing great things with their money. What if more people like us felt comfortable saying out loud, I love money. I mean, think of it like as a person. 
I think of like, or like any relationship, if we're hiding our love of money and our desire of money, um, that relationship probably isn't going to flourish. We can like stand tall and claim, I love money. That might really impact our relationship with money. When that relationship flourishes, that increases our capacity to take care of more of it. Don't worry, that's not homework <laughs> to go out there and tell the world you love money. But it's just interesting to think about, isn't it? How many of us are so ashamed to even talk about it. little thick here. Hmm. Let's see, I'm about a quarter of the way through the timeline. So see how that relates to you quarter of the way through your life. So um, I'm belching a lot, so stuff's moving. Um, I'm bringing it back to the map here. So we're on the left side of the heart, right? And that has to do with sadness, grief, and loss, and, and depression. I'm trying to um, relate this to, to our relationship with money and having more money. And what keeps coming up is deficit. Deficit, loss, maybe even the, the Great Depression um, or series of depressions, financial depressions have impacted this for us. So we're changing the way our body and our mind refer to those memories, whether they're conscious or subconscious. If we keep, if our bodies and our minds keep referring to those memories and like that, using that as the blueprint, then our relationship with money and our capacity to have more money is going to stay the same. So we're rewriting those stories. 
And for now, just think of it like blank page. Blank page. What do I want my relationship with money to be? What emotions do I want to associate with money? Let's infuse our fields with some of those emotions. Gratitude. Peace. Joy. Stability. Ease. Confidence. Love. We're a little more than halfway through your field. Things are moving. Nice work being so intentional and conscious. Okay, I don't know if you can hear it, but I got into another pocket. This is um, just a little beyond halfway, and it's just like the tone just dropped. Maybe another deficit or loss here. I guess for me, this is maybe my realization that uh, I've got to, I've got to make money. <laughs> I need to provide for myself. Um, also interesting to think about the beliefs that were passed on to you by your parents. What did your parents believe about money? What did they do with their money? For me, money was a mystery. We, we didn't talk about it, um, but it was there. You know, I, I think I even asked my dad many times, like, how much money do you make? How much money do you make? And he would never tell me the answer. We never talked about budgeting anything like that. That was all things I had to um, pick up on my own and teach myself. And I'm so mad at the school system for stopping. Um, I think they used to teach economics, but not when I was in school. And what a valuable skill to learn, right? So I grew up kind of with this belief of like, I don't know anything about money. Money's confusing. It's a mystery. 
what did you grow up learning? What, what do you remember hearing over and over about money? I'm going to use a different input here. It is very thick. There we go. That's starting the shift. All right, now we've moved, we're right at the Ancestral River on mom's side. Make sure you're breathing. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of pain in here, like emotional pain, emotional suffering. So just acknowledging that. I hear you, I see you, I acknowledge you, thank you, I love you. Okay, that's moving. I think the ancestors appreciated that one. Good. Okay, as I start to slide over the four inch zone, I'd like to invite you, if it feels right to you, to think of a number of like, how much do you want to increase your capacity to? You already have the capacity 
to have what you have now. If you were to increase your capacity, what does that look like? What number is that? And we did some of this work in the workshop last week. Remember our intentional model, we put in the result line, how much money, more money we wanted to make. So think of that number. And as you're thinking of that number, see if you can breathe in some space into your heart center. As, as if it were like, you know, a relationship that you wanted to welcome in, that you wanted to nurture. You notice any sort of discomfort that arises, that's normal, that's okay. Because when we increase our capacity for anything, it does involve a layer of discomfort, right? It's unknown. There's uncertainty around it and that's okay. Visualize seeing that number in your bank account, just sitting there, noticing what comes up, right? We're not, let's not spend it yet. <laughs> let's just have it sit there momentarily or however long you want it to sit there and see what comes up. You don't have to worry about how it's getting there. Just visualize it being there. Okay, I'm columning. I'm getting right to the front edge of your field. And just uh, feeling a little sticky there, so this is another opportunity to intentionally bring in and generate those emotions that you want to have. So peace, 
joy, freedom, whatever it may be for you. Just intentionally generate that. Ah. And if it feels right for you, you can imagine like handing this intention over to the universe, right? That's what, that's what we do from abundance is we surrender. Like we put it out there and we just surrender, right? If we find ourselves kind of like grasping and hustling and like needing to make things happen, we're not in abundance. That's back in scarcity. So from a place of abundance, from a place of trust. Handing that intention, sending it out to source and trusting, just trusting. It is so. So we want to stay in that abundant place for as long as possible. And anytime you feel like that feeling wanes, you can bring yourself back by reminding yourself of the things that you want that you already have, whether it's material or relationships, um, your, your own feelings, your own humanness, right? Beautiful. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm interested to check those other chakras just to see what we did. <sighs> Getting all circles so far. Yes. Awesome. All circles. Nicely done. All right, we're going to wrap us up with a figure eight, connecting at the solar plexus, integrating the work that we did into our whole system. And then once more, connecting the source, connecting our will to divine will to nature's will, universal will, <laughs> whatever you want to refer to it as. And then wrap you up in a cocoon of light, giving you a safe, sacred, and yummy place to integrate this work. And get a nice good tone on here. Okay, we're gonna do some just quick back chakra work. So I want you to imagine 
When you inhale, breathing in through the front of your chakra and breathing out through the back. So we could start with the third eye, breathing in through the front and out through the back. There we go. Now down to the throat, in through the front, out through the back. Good, down to the heart, in through the front and out through the back. one feel really open um, in through the front and out through the back of your solar plexus you are supported and the sacral chakra in through the front and out through the back Now that you have increased your capacity for more money, more abundance, really intentionally receive. Allow yourself to receive. Doesn't matter what it is, if it's a bill or if it's a smile, take it in. All right, thank you all and have a lovely rest of your day. Make sure you do your self care, drink lots of water, Take your salt bath and just love up on yourself this evening. If you are loving these podcast episodes, this is the time to start applying these tools to your business and your practice. Consider joining the Grow a Thriving Practice coaching program where you can work on these skills with tailored and individualized support. You'll be a part of a growing and thriving community of thriving practitioners. To learn more, visit JillianFaldmo.com. That's Jillian with the J. Faldmo, F-A-L-D-M-O dot com. Thank you.